Savannah. Uh, this is my official first podcast. Here we go. My first episode. Um, I gave a little introduction a little bit ago about what I was going to talk about. Um, and here we are. We're going to do the first one. I really wanted to talk about, I guess, just what it's like for me to have diabetes. Um, for this first one, I first wanted to just uh, go over a little bit of the, my back history about it. So I want to talk to you about when I first got diabetes, right? When I first got type 1 diabetes. You see, a lot of people think that this is a, it's a child's disease of type 1 diabetes. However, that's not completely accurate. Um, a lot of children do get type 1 diabetes, but however, a lot of adults also get type 1 diabetes. It kind of just comes whenever it wants to. Um, so say, for example, with my mom, she got it when she was pregnant with me in her early 20s. And I got it when I was 4 years old. So it kind of varies um, in age. Um, when I first got it, I wasn't doing anything wrong like I didn't cause myself to you know get diabetes I I was just a normal kid you know I would go outside and play and I would um, eat normal food and eat all my vegetables and eat sweets when I wanted to you know all that kind of stuff um, and I just was a, a happy little kid um, as, at four years old as happy as you can be um, however just a little bit before Halloween, like a few days before Halloween, when I was four, um, my, my mom noticed something. I, um, I'd gone to church that day with them, and I kept going outside in the hallway to get a drink of water. I kept saying, like, Mom, I'm so thirsty, I'm so thirsty. And so I'd go get a drink, and she's like, good grief, she must be getting into trouble or something, because no one is that thirsty, you know? Um, and my mom had already had, she was already diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, um, and so it, she kind of caught it pretty quickly. So after a few times, she realized, oh wait, this isn't good, um, Savannah's really thirsty right now. And so when we went home, she checked my blood sugar, and it was around 500, which is really, really high. Um, and so her and my dad, knew they needed to take me to the hospital because they knew that something was wrong. Um, and luckily for me, I, they were able to catch it really quickly because my parents recognized the signs. They knew what diabetes looked like, and a lot of people don't. And so they, they kind of they, they catch it uh, later on when it's more dangerous. So I was in the hospital for Halloween. You now I dressed up as Snow White. All the nurses let me go trick or treating, and I'd get stickers from them for that Halloween. Um, best experiences it can be from that kind of situation, you know. Um, it's just very interesting that my, how my parents were able to handle this situation. Like for me, I was just a little kid. I didn't really understand what was going on. I was probably really scared, um, understanding that I was getting shots a lot and that I was feeling really sick. Um, but they probably thought that their life was turned upside down. Um, my mom tells this story a lot, but she, uh, likes to say that when she first was in the hospital for herself, um, and she got diabetes, um, when she was diagnosed, she had said, like, you know what, I, like, I could never, like, even before she got diabetes, actually, um, she said, like, you know, I, I could never give myself shots, ever, I'm so scared of them, I could never give shots, do shots to myself, 
and she then was diagnosed with diabetes and she's like well okay I mean I can give myself shots but I could never ever give my child shots and so now she has to give me shots and so she's just like oh I should just stop jinxing myself from now on um but something really touching that really stands out to me is that she said when um, we were first there in the hospital, she kind of wandered down the hallway thinking like, oh, my life is over, my child's life is over, what am I going to do? And uh, she noticed a lot of other people in the hospital um, who maybe were a little less fortunate, you know, not to like put me above them or anything, but just it really helped my mom count her blessings. Um, to understand that all of us go through different trials and all of us uh, have to find our own way to get through them and my mom then understood you know what like Savannah can live a normal life Savannah can be okay uh, yes she'll have to live differently but she can, she'll be fine she can do things normally and so that's the mindset that my parents had and they helped me to be the best that I could and see, I, I tell it from my parents' point of view because I always don't remember. I don't remember what it was like not to have diabetes because I had it when I was so young. Um, but some of my earliest memories of it is I used to do um, insulin shots. And I used to be, like, I was this, a skinny, skinny little kid. Um, and so shots were really painful um, just because there wasn't a lot of good spots to put those shots, more or less. And so... Um, doing all those shots, you know, it was kind of a difficult situation, so my mom created something called the the hug shot, um, where she'd give me a hug, and then I'd give her a hug, and then she'd boop, put the shot right into my, uh, into my behind, you know, <laughs> and uh, it got a little bit of love out of it, because she gave me a hug from it, but it, I had to really learn, and my mom had to teach me to make sure that I kept eating food because it'd be bad if I ever said you know what I'd prefer to not have a shot that means I don't have to eat you know so like it kind of they go together and um, that's not healthy and that's not good so I never had to face those kind of trials I just I learned that you know what it's time to eat so it's time to get my shot I'll be okay um and so I dealt with insulin shots every time I wanted to eat something I had to get a shot every time and that was kind of difficult, you know, it was probably difficult for my parents to figure out how to send me to school. Like, how do I get insulin when I go to elementary school and take care of myself? And that's what I did. I'd take my shots with me um, for lunch. And I would just make sure that they, like, the liquid didn't get pushed through or anything. Because sometimes, like, if it was in my pocket, then the, the syringe would then push down and all the insulin would come out. That happened a couple times, I remember. Um, but I'd just have to excuse myself for a minute while it was lunchtime, go to the bathroom, give myself a shot, and then go back out and keep eating my lunch. Um, and then, uh, after a while, after I was on these shots and everything, so I, I always had seizures all the time. Um, it was because I had such low blood sugars. I was, I guess I was just a very energetic child or something, but I was always having low blood sugars. And, um, I'd probably have these low blood sugar seizures at least twice a month. And normally, um, kids maybe have them a couple times a year. So I was having way too many. It was very dangerous and it was probably hurting my body more than it should have. Scaring my parents, you know. And so, um... After talking to the doctors, they decided that it would be best to put me on what's called an insulin pump. And that was what really, really helped me um, 
later on. And I'll talk about that in, a, in a, the next episode. I'll talk more about what these kind of devices are and how they can help. But with the help of my pump, I was able to really balance um, my blood sugars a lot better and balance the amount of seizures that I had. Now, um, it's really scary to have these low blood sugars because you kind of lose control of everything. Um, you... How do I explain this? It's it's scary, you know. Like I just I feel this sense of terror coming over me, like this sense of something's wrong and I can't fix it, and something bad is happening to me and I can't fix it. Um, and it's because I don't have any energy. I don't have the energy to move and to get up to help myself, and so I'm just sitting there scared, but not knowing how to help myself. And I get very emotional <laughs> when I have low blood sugars, and so I'll probably. I'll probably start to cry and they're saying like I don't know what to do I'm just having a low blood sugar I need food um just because I'm kind of nervous about the whole situation um but more of low blood sugars I um there's been times kind of a lot of embarrassing things that have happened to me as a kid there was one time I was in third grade and it was reading times we were all sitting at our desks reading our books and I was sitting there reading and I must have had a low blood sugar and I knew like oh if I get up I might get in trouble you know so I was like I shouldn't get food right now I should just keep reading my book and my teacher didn't do anything wrong it was just me being silly but I I was having a low blood sugar and I actually like started falling asleep on my desk and so I fell asleep right there and then the girl next to me raised her hand to get the teacher's attention the teacher was like no no put your hand down keep reading and then she put it up again she's like what is wrong she's like I think there's something wrong with Savannah and the teacher had to come and help me wake me up and get me some sugar so that'd be kind of embarrassing for my whole class to see like oh wow Savannah was like drooling on her desk haha you know Uh, but it's kind of it was a traumatic thing to experience, but luckily I had really good friends, uh, great friends that would um, help me out, and they understood my situation, so they wouldn't make fun of me or anything, which was really nice. Um, so I guess had some low blood sugar scares. Uh, oh, one other one actually is that um, there was oh, a time I actually got so low that for some reason my vision just like cut out for a minute. I just, I couldn't see, and it scared me to death. I was like, Mom, I can't see, I can't see, and we just couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, um, and that's very interesting, like, and also, like, my sight came back after we got the sugar back up, but just temporarily, I lost my vision, um, and that happens a lot, like, there's, a, there's been a few times when my mom would have low blood sugars, and she, uh, forgot how to talk, and she forgot how to talk for a couple of days, um, and so, and then eventually it would come back, but just the impact of that low blood sugar really is just crazy that it can make you forget how to function and everything. Um, with high blood sugars, that's the exact opposite. So with high blood sugars, I get super duper <laughs> irritated at everything. Like, I'm just so mad at the world. I'm so mad at people and just everything. I just, uh, everything bugs me. Um, and I usually will, I probably might lose my temper, you know, like I'll get angry at people. Um, but it's just because like, I I don't know. I just have so much energy and I get so irritated because there's so much sugar in me. Um, I'm not a spaz necessarily. I'm just very irritable. Um, I guess high blood sugars also make me pretty tired. So that might be another reason why I get pretty ferocious <laughs> when I have high blood sugars. Um, a lot of people close to me can tell you, like, oh yeah, Savannah can be pretty mean when she's high. <laughs> um, that's actually a fun joke to share uh, with diabetics. We like to say, like, um, 
diabetics are the only people who take drugs to avoid getting high, which I think is kind of funny, um, because we take insulin to not have high blood sugar, so I might have just ruined the joke, but it's kind of funny. Um, well, anyway, so with high blood sugars, that one is really scary because it makes you really sick, um, the only thing you want is water, you want to just drink something, like, you, you're not hungry, nothing, you're just, like, you kill for water, (laughs) that's all you want, um, so you just drink and drink and drink and drink and drink, and, um, your body, you're just trying to get rid of all that sugar that's in your body, and so you're going to the bathroom, like, every 30 minutes, so your poor kidneys are cranking it out, you know, (laughs) like, they're working really hard to try and help your body, um, and so that's why it's so exhausting, maybe that's why I get so irritated, is because my body would be functioning so much to try and get rid of all this sugar, um, but those are some experiences that I've had with all of that, um, I think the craziest part for me about having diabetes is honestly knowing that every day is different you know like I I'll be fine one day and I'll be like oh I did a good job today I, I made sure I gave myself the right amount of insulin I made sure I ate really well and then I'll try and do the same thing the next day and my blood sugars will be all over the place and I'll be like what did I do wrong today and I don't know why and so you have to just keep fixing it and, and keep changing the amount of insulin you get and the amount of sugar that you get to try and balance your blood sugar. It's it's always a roller coaster. There's no straight line. Um, I guess if there was a straight line, that means it's inaccurate or you're dead. You know. <laughs> so uh, it's just that's just how it is. Um, and it can be frustrating because it's something you have to think about all the time. You know, it's 24/7. You're always dealing with diabetes. And understanding that if you don't take care of it, you're literally letting this disease kill your body and kill your organs is a terrifying thought. So it really tries to, I don't know, I, I try to be really mature about it and, um, I guess, disciplined about my diabetes. I try to, but sometimes it just takes its toll on you. Like, you just need a break sometimes. Like, let me just relax and forget about diabetes for just a minute. But you can't, you can't take a day off from diabetes, you know, it's just, it's always there, and so the best thing I can do is try not to complain about it, kind of keep it to myself, um, because the more I complain about it, the worse I think it gets, um, but having a good attitude and understanding that, you know what, this is a difficult thing, but I can do it, and I can get through it, is a great motivator, um, especially knowing if I can do it every day, you know, motivating myself to do it every day really, really helps, um, but yeah, that's that's a little background about what it was like for me to get diabetes and kind of uh, the experiences I have with high blood sugars and low blood sugars and some stories to go along with it. So stay tuned for my next episode. All right, see you guys.